You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Um, just fucking, just reaching out across the, the seas. Now, is it a Pacific Ocean? I'm not entirely sure. I feel like it is. But I'm not a big ocean guy myself. I sit here in Alexandria, Edward, bronzed as a berry, dick, well and truly sunned, sitting in, just if I'm eyeing it off, a pretty nice hotel room. But that bedhead, how's it been going? Getting a workout? Hey, bud. Hey, buddy. How are you? Uh, bedhead getting into its work. <laughs> I believe it is the Pacific, Tom. Uh, and shout out to it, the the vast and the greatest of all the oceans. Um, yep. I've always been a Pacific guy myself. Same. There used to be an Air I Pacific. Th- I don't know if that's still going around. Air Pacific was uh, quite a fun airline to go on. Why was that? Because as a kid, they gave you shit to colour in, and I'm sure they did it on all of them, but Air Pacific was like the only plane I think I'd been on, so shout out to Air Pacific. Well, shout out to, yeah, shout out to Air Pacific. Shout out to Air Pacific. I am bronze, Tom. I'm on top of the fucking world over here, bro. Um, I feel for you back home, but Judy calls. Mm. And Who's Judy? So, for those of you living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, Eddie off on his honeymoon in Hawaii. Hawaii. That correct? Yeah, bro. I'm in Waikiki, um, which is basically like the surface paradise of the middle of the Pacific. It's a fucking. The surface. It's a vibe of Yeah, as in, as in, like big resorts. Okay. Fucking I, I tourists feel, everywhere. It they come like for your money. It short. I don't even. I mean, I've never been there, but Surface Paradise reminds me of a bit sort of like Bogan. It's it's a far nicer Surface Paradise. I'm just trying to set the scene as like it's very resorty. It's oh, very okay. fucking like, you know, beach chairs on the sand. Um, exorbitant prices, that sort of thing. It's uh, not like yep. sleepy Hawaii. I mean, I'm in bustling Waikiki, yeah, but it's okay. fucking good, dude. I wanted the hustle and the bustle to, out the gate. Um, I, I like poolside service, Tom. I like to be brought my pina coladas, my Aperol spritzes, my margaritas, my whiskeys if I'm feeling a bit naughty. Like, I want to, I want the service. I want yeah. it brought with a smile. Um, uh, and you get a smile if you tip, buddy. I'll give you the hot tip. Oh, yeah. If you tip... If you tip, the demeanor changes like that. They can go from fucking salty as fuck to happy chappy in in a moment. That seems like something that would upset my dear friend Edward Simpson in the sense that why isn't happiness out the gate? Well, listen, I, maybe I'm unfair. Some people aren't happy out the gate, and it's just, that's just a truth that they're not as happy as I probably would like out the gate. I'm from I'm the service generally industry. here. Obviously, some people are fucking lovely all the time, mm. but like we were having a fucking drink the other night and this lady came over and she's like, mm, um, I don't know how to say this, but like this is actually like a service area because we bought a drink at the bar and then walked over. To, we were at Duke's. I don't know if you've heard of Duke's, but it's pretty wild. And I'm like, well, I didn't fucking know that, mate. I was told that like you could just sit wherever you want it. Then it dawns on me that she's after a tip because if she can't serve the table, then she's missing a tip from that table. Give her a 20. Whole demeanor changes. Couldn't have been nicer. Really? He starts apologizing. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. And now we're, and now we're apologizing. We're both apologizing. Oh, Everyone's apologizing. God. So what? So how Mood do you... change like that. So what? You go, oh, sorry. Do you want money out of my wallet, madam? Is that what's... 
That's basically the long and the short of it, mate. They get paid like fucking dogs over here. So. I know. I do feel bad for it. Like, so I feel bo- I feel sorry for them. And you know, they're out there just trying to fucking pay their way. So I, I get it. I get as it as well. But, I, but I'm also like, hey, I understand that the system's not fucking great for you over there. But so then shouldn't you basically be rimming me from the jump? Yeah, I would have expected a Remy from the jump. I will defend her because it had been a. It's probably been a. It probably been a long day. Yep. You know what I mean. You got to be ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. People are off their guts. She's probably been run off her feet, Tom. Mm. So you know, I'll give her some slack, yeah. as it were. But it is interesting to see demeanor change when the fucking money comes out of the wallet. Let me tell you. How's the flight? Cunt, cunt <laughs> of a flight. I'll tell you why, Tom. Back went. Oh, did it go? Yeah. We'd been talking when, about it the, the day of you leaving. You're like, yeah, back's a bit. Because you slept yeah. on, foreign, on a foreign bed. I slept on a foreign bed and it didn't set me up well. Now, it wasn't my lower back that went. It was like higher up. So it was a foreign, it was a foreign feeling and it was very uncomfortable. Um, it went about 45 minutes in. Oh, I, I had to no. sort of like go and sort of pace the plane. Elsa took me up the back and like... Had me pushed up against this fucking like wall and shit, dude. It was awful. I was in, I was in a lot of pain. I had to like sleep on her like a child. It was. It oh was god, that would have been just. I'd lo- I love the idea of fucking loudmouth, cocky fucking Eddie having to like lay on Ella's lap like he's a nursing child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you was, not think um, about it was, like it was knocking nice. back some some vodies, some whiskey, just like blowing your head well, off and falling asleep? Well, what Tom? Do you think I came down the last fucking shower, my friend? Good lord! I, I had a Valium, and then I started putting away double whiskeys like they were going out of fashion because I'm like, I just need to fucking knock myself out of here. Then I asked the lady, I go, "Can I have a Panadol?" And she came back and she's like, "Listen, you can't." have a Panadol whilst you're drinking. So it's either the drinks or the Panadol or the Nurofen. I'm like, keep, keep running those yeah. fucking, keep running those whiskeys, baby. Yeah. You keep the Fuck Panadol, the Nurofen, sweetheart. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> right. And that worked. And that worked. I, 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 uh, I got myself into a bit of a stupor. I got myself into a stupor in the fucking lounge as well. So I was well on my way by the time that I started putting them away from my back. But it's just every two hours, like I'm up and I'm having to move. It's like the seats aren't built for us six footers, bro. They're nah, not. they're not. I mean, they're, they're, I don't so, feel like they're built for humans generally. But I, I well, can't. Elsa seemed to fucking. We Elsa had a spare seat next to her, and she just like she was laying out like it was oh, a bed. Oh, she had a spare seat for the whole flight. Whole flight, yeah. dude. That's pretty so, good. Why the fuck didn't you? Did you get any of that spare seat? Actually? It doesn't. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. translate. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't translate, dude. If you're five, if you're five five, you're in heaven. But also, like, not broad. Like, if you're broad, yeah, as well, because she's so narrow, yeah. dude. She could literally lay on her side and like tuck her fucking knees to her chest, and that, that's it. She's basically she's yeah. She can almost fit in one seat. Whereas you trying she's, to do that would be yeah. That's tough, mate. She she woke up dribbling. She said, which is a good sign of a fucking deep sleep. So. Listen, the flight story. wasn't that good, mate, but it's not too long. It's only like nine hours. That and really it's a good isn't one. too bad at all. No, nah, it's not, it's not fine. It's not bad. And it's um, it's through the night, right? So it's like 8.30. So you sleep and then you wake up and it's like the new day. So it's perfect. You don't get jet lagged. Is Hawaii sort of year-round sunny, warm, good times? Well, we should be going in, like, it's in the Northern Hemisphere, so it should, it should be wintry winter. sort of now, but it's, but it's not. 
Man, it's hot as fuck. I think it, it's got to be hot year round. I don't know that for sure, Tom. Don't yeah, hold it's, me to um, it. It's a tropical climate, so I think they would have a bit of a rainy season, but it'd still be hot. Fuck yeah, dude. I want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, it's fucking mad over here. It does do this weird thing at the moment where it'll, it like, sun showers. Yeah. But, like, legit ones. Like, you look up and it's fucking blue and it's raining. Very odd. Well, that's nice. And how, how is the sun hot? You, you do look tanned. We've, um, yeah, it's hot. It's fucking hot. It's not too hot, though. It's not like Tassie hot. That sun fucked us up. Well, that was ozone-free Yeah, Australian sun. Tropical That's sun, right. I feel like you can get... Tropical sun, you, you can sort of get into, I think, a little bit more. Oh, I'm getting into the tropical sun, mate. Don't worry about that. Yep. Ella's got her favourite tanning oil over here, so we've been working that into the ground. Just having oh, a ball. Oh, that's good. That's good. Just um, having a ball, mate. It's... You have left at a good time where I feel like Sydney's just getting into its humid work. And mm. now maybe that's just a place I'm living in. I don't know. But the humidity for me to last, say, four to five days has been... Not as, I know it's only going to get worse, but it's like just the mere act of like walking up the stairs and you're like, oh, okay, I think I'm sweating. Great. Sweating. It, well, is that, mate, well, if, you'd want to hope it doesn't get any fucking worse. February historically been the worst for humidity in Sydney. Yeah. I need to Hopefully find a place a with one of the great air cons all time. That is the goal. Oh, mate, air con will change your fucking life, bro. Yeah. It's, I've, I talk about it all the time and I talk about it for a reason. It's, Life changing. Yeah, tell you tell you what as well. I just like to take a moment to shout out our fucking how good you're coming through from a visual quality perspective. Considering we have done zooms in the past where you've literally been like in a voca and they've looked like complete mm. piles of shit. This right now, clear as a bell. I like to shout out this. It's it's a Sony I'm using here, Tom. I, I I don't know anything more than that. I was given instructions by Tobler to set it up. He's done a marvelous job. It's he all has. working. It's all working swimmingly. Um, but I look fucking clear as fuck, dude. You do. I look unbelievable, mate. I can camera. I can see the the whites of your eyes, the sparkling blue, that Simpson greeny blue. Uh, I look better than you do. Well, that's not difficult, but I do look cool in this like. One man set up here. I will you say do that look much. Cool. You look cool, bro. I look you cool. Look all right. Do I look How was your weekend back home, mate? Did you, <sighs> mate? We did had, you go for a rip? Uh, no, I didn't. I um, a bit of a gastro bug hit the Birmingham household, so it was um, a real shutdown, lock-in sort of a weekend, which mm. was fun. We loved that. So from about Thursday, really, it sort of started to get into its work. Um, I'm not going to name names, but look, one of the toilets in the house that we're looking after just started to like slow down on the flush. Just like it wasn't going down as smoothly as you would assume. And so I was like, oh, fuck, this feels a bit blockagey. A bit more of a trying flush. Yeah, trying flush. It looked like the, the toilet was working a flush. Um, but what do you do when you see something like that and there are other toilets? You ignore it. You go, fuck it. I'm not going to pay attention to this. It's not a problem for right now. I don't care. Then I think later on it was like, oh, now when it flushes, the thing fills up with water to the point where it's going to overflow. And you go, oh, you're like, is this the moment? Then it goes down and, you know, maybe not all the paper goes or something like that. And you're just like, whatever. Oh. 
On that, mm. just quickly, I've always found it fascinating that the water tends historically to stop just before the edge. Yep. Like it knows. Like very, very rarely will you get an overflow. It's usually only in like pub toilets you'll get an overflow. I've never seen Oh, you'll get an overflow in a pub toilet, but those yeah. things are thrashed into death, so yes. it makes a lot more sense. Much more sense. So we didn't, it didn't overflow, and then it went back down. Again, I choose to not ignore it. I acknowledge it, and I say, no one use this toilet because <clears throat> it's problematic. Then someone in our family forgot in a moment of passion and went and blew that thing up because there's been gastro in our house and then went to flush and what can only be described as like a swirling tornado of shit just as the water rises, much like the tides of the Younger Dryas because I've been watching Ancient Apocalypse, uh... It just went right to the tippy top and then settled a little bit, but then didn't go down. So basically, we had a real brown, a real brown like now body of water your, on our hands. I know you're not naming names, but was, was it was it you? I'm not naming names. What I won't do is name names. Okay, I won't name names. Now, the lid was closed. To my knowledge, maybe it was me. Maybe it wasn't me. I'm not going to say anything. And basically, it was acknowledged that, okay, we now have a body of water on our hands that no one wants to fucking deal with. So let's just... So cl- just shut the lid on this bitch. Let's close the lid, walk out of there, back out, close the door, and let's just let's just take stock of what's happened, and then we'll try and game plan this motherfucker. Or just tape the door up and go out of use. Well, this, well, this room's no longer for human... Just leave it, leave it for your mum and for Tim. Yeah. And maybe they There's just like decided a, to shut down the whole room itself and just board it up. Just board the room up, mate. Yeah. If we know a couple of chippies, just come round and jip rock that fucker up. Yeah. Go, this, this room nothing doesn't exist anymore. Here. It's a hallway now, dude. Yeah. And that would have been... Hallway. That that was certainly on the table. Nothing was off the table. Um, uh, listen, if 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 I'm if I'm digesting what you're explaining well, and I like to think I am, I'd be boarding that fucker up. Close it off. Board it up. Board it up. Um, Remember the giant shit in the toilet. I went back in there a couple hours later just to go and just to go and run the eye over it, just to see how this thing was uh, going. Mm. Guess what? Miracle recovered. Miracle. Oh, miracle! It was all gone. It was just all gone, dude. Now, am I saying that it's like divine intervention? It's the only explanation I can think of. That say like Jesus or whatever God we want to use has come down and just... Or maybe, maybe God used it after you. And he's gone, well, fuck, God, someone's got to clean this. God thing. used... God, God came down. God's in fucking desperate need. God's got to go poo-poo. And he sees that and goes... Fuck, I'm going to have to clear this bitch out. Divine intervention. Now God's got a clean shitter. I also don't like that you said after me. I'm not naming names. I'm not saying who did it. And I'm and I'm and that's all I'm saying. So don't say after me, just after it was used. But yeah, right. there is a good... Well, I mean, there's a fucking good chance it was you. N- 
Well, it's a one. There's in, a good chance. It's there's a, a good there's, chance. There's a one in three chance. Zoe too small to use the shit up, but there's three other people. Uh, there's three people I in the don't house. think. I'm not. I think that's very unfair to Evie Rose. Fucking throwing her into the mix. The, she uses toilets, so there is a one in three chance. Now, all I'm saying is that maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe God did come down and use it, but that's basically been the highlight, if you can use that term, of. <laughs> My weekend. Here you are in Hawaii, sunning your dick, just living your life, pounding pina coladas. Yeah, fuck yeah. And it's it's know, always a tale of two cities with you and I. Yeah, isn't it? it seems to be that way, buddy. I I I look forward to the day when the like po- <laughs> when the polar what's it they the the fucking the polar ice when the mag when the magnetic, magnetic oh we've lost Eddie's light when the magnetic fields switch and. You'll have children and mine will be like older and then I'm just going to be like sucked in. Well, that sounds fucking awful, Tom. Yep, it is. It was. Um, but whatever, mate. It is what it is, you know. It is what it is. You just got to fucking sack up and keep trucking nut. Um, but I was saying before we got cut off by the technology gods, just shout out to uh, Pez of Great Cricketer fame for uh, his help in... Uh, giving us all the info for how they do their recording remotely because you look fucking terrific. Shout out to him. He's a great, he's a great man, a generous man, a beautiful soul, and he's helped us immeasurably because I look fucking terrific, and we all know it. So shout out to Pez. What a time to be alive! Look at this other side of the world. Technology, Just... baby, it's bringing people closer together. Yep. And tearing Friends us from all afar. down. And tearing us down. You know what I mean? Which is And tearing cool. us down. Well, we get, we had a nice rhythm. I'm just trying to find it again because the technology gods fucked us. I was yelling at you for fucking five seconds, being like, get off your fucking phone, mate. And you were actually frozen. I just thought that you were fucking choosing to <laughs> yeah. ignore me. I'm like, you can't. No, I couldn't. Oi! Couldn't hear and I was frozen. Um, You haven't said anything about my hat yet, and I'm just trying to work out why that would be. Um, listen, I think that hat's fucking terrific, Tom, mm-hmm. probably because I've already seen it, but it's a, uh, yeah, nice, it's a, a nice hat. Have you already seen it's it? It's a really it? nice hat. Yeah, it's a good yeah, hat. I was wearing some, I was wearing some really nice board shorts today in the be- at the beach, Tom. Oh yeah? How'd they look yeah, on they your, were, how'd they look on that perfect were, chocolatey brown tan skin of yours? Like, can I tell Car- you something, It's actually dude? more caramel, your skin, to be fair. I can tell you something, mate. That baby blue mm. is un fucking believable baby blue on this bod yeah. oh god so yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a dream i think i thought i'd died and gone to heaven um they held up remarkably well did they the hold up time. oh good how do they yeah, dry they did. oh they dried nicely mate they dried nicely that's really good um i saw some some da- daggy americans getting around in some some really uncouth Below the knee boardies that looked so wet. Oh, even so, half an so hour after they'd hopped out, I'm like, soaking Jesus wet ankle Christ. swingers. Just, just wet, mm. wetness, absolute wetness. Whereas I was dry, like mm. really dry, quick dry, like quick dry. I don't know, it was crazy. Anyway, they were sick boardies. Cool, I was dude. Wearing. Oh, that's really cool. Um, have you a... seen them before? Have oh, I you before? dude, I don't know, but I also, I, for some reason, I feel like it was a shirt that I saw you in. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. The button-up shirt. Oh, that cool shirt I've got? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a cool shirt. No, it's um, seemed like it was really cool. I, I might, I might take some photos of it later. Oh uh, yeah, whatever, cool shirt, like, whatever, it's, whatever. It's a great. Photo. Oh, mate, if the mood strikes, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we? Has it, that, have you washed that shirt? I haven't washed it yet. No. I'd like to see how that looks after you wash it. Not that it has anything to do with anything. No, it doesn't. It's got nothing to do with anything. Um, but I will obviously wash it at some point, Tom. Obviously, you know, like I know, like the punter knows, like the dribbler knows. Washing on holiday is one of the great cunts all time. Yeah. Um, but I'll find a way. Life finds a way. Eddie will find a way to wash. Know that. Now, there's a bit of sport to get into. Uh, but before there we is. do this, before we do but this. But nice hat. Nice hat. Oh, thank you so much. And nice bodies. I can't see the bodies, but nice bodies. Nice hat. Thank you, dude. So nice. That's so sweet, like that dude. hat, dude. Dude, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Nice. Fuck, I'd like to get one of those hats, dude. Yeah, well, man, you know, I get I get it. Just fucking, I totally get it. I'd like to get some of those boardies, whatever. Um, it's really cool. Really cool boardies. Um, and a fucking good hat. Um, before we get into the sport, I am, and this is a bit more Thursday potty, and I'm not going to get into it too hard, but I had to get into okay. it with a little bit with you. Yep. Talk sport. Um. You or you know about Randall Carlson and fucking Graham Hancock who are on the Rogan podcast. We did, we talked we talked Rogan uh, and uh, last Thursday I think or Friday whatever it was where it's like you know do you hear about that yeah. giant ape that was on Rogan? And then one Google you're like oh it was just an ape. Um, yeah, the, the Billy ape that was yeah, just yeah, a fucking yeah. just giant a, just chimp. A, just a chimp that it was like a fucking you know like there are big humans. It doesn't mean it's a different type of human. Yeah, and and also the range of humans is staggering. Is staggering. You so, get like the mountain, and then you can have a small uh, person. Exactly. So you know, big so the difference. fact that you get like a, a an ape that's big, it's like, well, yeah, that just might be a, an ape with some good genes. Anyway, mm. you know, I was saying at some point, I was like, just how horny I get for like ancient history, but yes. that, but I, I don't articulate it very well because I'm a dumb dumb. Randall Carlson, Graham Hancock. Um, we're on Rogan again. They're close to my favorite podcast ever, but that they're talking about the uh, like uh, a cataclysmic asteroidal impact during like the end of the last the younger ice age. The younger Dryas. Younger. Younger. Right. Younger Dryas. Younger Dryas. Whatever the fuck it is. And the podcast was incredible, and they're talking about the fact they think an advanced civilization, not advanced in the sense of like you know flying to the moon, not us advanced, not talk to you while you're in Hawaii advanced, but a much more advanced civilization that was basically just wiped from the face of the earth and all these massive structures are just evidence of it. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know if you listened to the podcast since you've been traveling. I haven't. Bruh. I haven't, but it's I will. Just, it's more of a recommendation. This is all this is. Listen to the podcast with Rogan. It's so fucking good. Graham Hancock, Randall Carlson. Then also there's a show on Netflix called ancient apocalypse that show isn't as like the, the documentary isn't as good what they're talking about is good but it's mm. a bit sort of over dramatized where i'm like you don't need to make this all like ooh, you can just fucking yeah i know it was the same with the uh, bob lazar documentary just give me the facts it's like leave that shit Outside, that's, please. You're, bro. That, you're making let's, this let's shit too emotional. Facts here. Yes, I don't need it. It it makes it look cheap and nasty and conspiratorial, and it makes it look like bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry to it say, does. it makes, makes it, it hard look to like sell bullshit. The markets. So there's a place. you walk you fucking walk into HBO and go. Let's make this look legit. Talk to some real fucking people that have some real skills because yes. you, it's bush league what you're doing. Now there is 
this place in Indonesia, and I can't remember it, Dave. Just try and find it. Called like Padung Gung or something, and I'm I, I'm gonna fuck that up. But just type in like Indonesian megalith, and it's this place on a hill that was long thought to just be like a naturally occurring thing, and then they've done lidar, I believe, which is like something radioactive. Yeah, lidar is when they can strip back the fucking forest and, and see underneath it, and. This thing underneath all of the grass and shit that they thought is just this hill is like one of the most incredible constructions you've ever seen sitting in like a rainforest. And then underneath it, inside it, there are these three chambers that have never been fucking accessed or gone into. And the dating is from like... Because what happens is when they build these things and then every time they build on top of it like that to make, you know, repairs and everything, when they carbon date mm. it, it seems like it was made less and less and less time ago, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so if you go, yeah, I think it's the middle one, uh, Gurung Parang. Can you see this shit, Edward? No, nah, he can't I see I can't that. see That's David. Just... Okay. So it's called Gunung, G-U-N-U-N-G, P-A-D-A-N-G, Gunung Parang. Um, and just that there are these three chambers uh, that have never been accessed in there and they're like if this fucking place is as old as they say it is then you know there's potentially like who the hell knows what sort of information could be in there um can they get in there uh well no one's tried because the problem is that with like your randall carlson graham hancocks is that they're what they're challenging is the conventional wisdom of like archaeologists who don't think that what they're saying has any merit now obviously that could be the case, but I choose to 100% put all of my eggs into there was an ancient civilization wiped out by an apocalypse. And I'm doing that off no research at all, just very compelling podcasts and an yeah. all right show. Yeah, yeah, you're doing if you're doing it off the back of some some great yarners. Yeah. And it wouldn't be the first time that people have followed great yarners, Tom. Yes. But I think the reason why is they're saying like before the pyramids and shit were made that like they were just hunter gatherers. And then out of nowhere, they've just started to make these humongous fucking structures. Although there is nothing to show any, uh, like development of these skills that led to them being able to build these things. So they, these are these incredible monuments. It's like, how the fuck mm. did that happen? And they're saying that there was no, um, you know, there was no intelligent or there was no uh, technical capability to build anything like the pyramids, pre-6,000 years, but then there's Gebekli Tepe in Turkey, which is like 12,000 fucking years old and is insane. But I'm just wanting this question, and I don't know if any of you know, and again, no research on my part. Has there ever been a really substantial or reasonable explanation of how the pyramids were built? Or is it just that, like, slaves dragged them, dragged those they weren't. They weren't, they weren't slaves. They well, were yeah, like... right. Okay, really, th- really motivated people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they say. Apparently, it's a myth that they were slaves. I don't, I don't know enough to fucking go any further. Their vocation's but... not important to me. Humans just dragging them and lifting them up there is that is that what you leave, mate? I, I have. I don't think they know. Right. I think that's the long and the fucking short of it is they don't know. The thing is, you're talking about dates that are so fucking long ago, and with such limited information, a lot of it is just going. 
you just shrug your shoulders and go, "Fucked if I know." But like they're you know saying that I mean? you know, it's a, uh, it was a, uh, it was like we could, we could build them. We just don't know how they built them. Yeah, well, no, we could build them. We could build. I People mean, imply they're like, "Oh, we don't know how to build them." It's like, bruh. No, we can we build, can them. build them. No, we can build them. I don't think there's any doubt in that. Like we could do it, yeah. but like, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, I wonder but how if did it, they. I wonder if because like, they don't lazy, lazy fucking. Uh, builders and shit, like how long it would take to build. You know what I mean? You know, like a lot of times at a job site, so there's a lot, there's a lot of sitting around, looking busy. I was the king of that when I was laboring. Oh, I'm sweeping over here. I'm sweeping over there. How long do you think it would take to build? Well, I'm look. How long did it take, Dave? Which one? The pyramids? To build them. Yeah. The great, the great pyramid of Giza. How long did it take? Um, I'll find out. I was just looking up because I don't know if you guys were aware, but the tenth biggest pyramid in the world. Um, is in Memphis, Tennessee, and it's a Bass Pro Shop, like a fishing shop. Um, so it has been built in modern times. Well, and, there you go. And that took about two years to build. But I bet it's made out of gyp rock as well. I bet those pure, I bet And it's know. bass as in like fish. fish. That's yeah, unbelievable. Like pro shop. I bet you that won't be here in 6,000 years. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so Probably won't be here in six years. The Pyramid of Giza, it took around 100,000 men around 20 years to build. Uh, although now scholars are thinking it could have only been 20,000 men, but still 20 years. We don't... See, we don't build things at that sort of... Oh, oh, I'm stroby. Uh, we don't build things... Oh, uh, you want to dance, baby? Baby. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at halosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? 
because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a t- it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code manly, you get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like Let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Technical issues. Anyway, check out fucking uh, Graham Hancock, Randall Carson on, the Ro- on Rogan and also Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix. Um, there's some cool shit throughout all of the episodes. Bit over-dramatised, but... Some very crazy places around the world where you're like, what the fuck is that and who the fuck built that? Um, but I think we should probably talk some sport, Edward. Let's do it, brah. When we talk cricket on the show, we do it thanks to our good friends at KO. The Cricket World Cup is over, the T20 Cricket World Cup, and our worst fears have been realised. The stinky fucking palms. Got the job done. In what ended up being a pretty close game, I'm sure that you stopped whatever you were doing over in Hawaii to make sure that you watched every single ball. Edward, is that fair to say? I watched every single ball, buddy. Every single ball. Do you have a favorite ball, a ball that, you know, really got your attention? Mate, not one off the top of the dime, not one that's coming to mind. Um, All the balls were just so delicious that it's hard to sort of fucking pick one singular ball. There was a... um, Atop all the balls. Yeah, Um, I I I can tell you a ball. I can tell you a ball that was good. Shade Afridi uh, getting out Alex Hales was... Now, I didn't pay a a shitload of attention to the England innings, Mm. um, but Shade Afridi to Alex Hales was fucking horny. And he also has one of the great... Was that, was that first over? Yes. Or, it was, yeah, it was certainly the first wicket of the, of the thing. I, I don't know if it was first over or what, but it was fucking delicious. I don't know if his hair is real. It is. it is. Get Just Google Shade of Freddy on your phone. I, I don't... It is a gorgeous head of hair. The flick, a fleck of blonde in there. Like, I've never seen blonde hair on a Pakistani person. And it just looks sexual. That's fake, dude. Sorry. I know I'm not in the business here of outing hair, but it seems like there's something good. Look at that head of hair. Oh, it's nice. I think it's 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 certain I think he's put a wash through there, Tom. Yeah, I, I think, think the hair's real I think he's, not. No, the hair the hair's definitely real. I think he's put a, a, a wash through that. Um I spy a wash, as it were. With your little for eye. Sure. Yeah, my little eye spies a wash. Um but power to him. That's fucking hair that you can rely on. Jesus Christ, that's a hair that'll get you out of a pickle. You could set your watch to that hair. 100% you could. Did uh, he have to go off injured? Did I yeah, read that correctly? Yeah, he did, he did. He, was, he, he did something to his knee. I, I can't, I'm not sure if he came, came into the game with an injury as well, but... Well, he, I, I remember them saying he had had troubles with his knee before, but I think he was fine going into the game, and then when he took that catch, that did Something happened, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it got down to it, and then he was he was coming in, practicing his run up as he was coming into bowl, and he mm. kept pulling out of it as he was about to bowl the ball. And they were like, "Nah, dude, we're not fucking running this risk." 
as it turned out, they lost anyway. But well, it was pretty close in the end. It, that I feel like that made all the difference because he bowled like one ball of what would have been his third over, and he was looking good and going for like not many runs. And then they had to get the part time offy to yeah. finish his over, and he got pumped. And then he? he got pumped, yeah. And he got spanked, yeah. yeah. Ben Stokes as well now. Fucking Ben Stokes, dude. I mean, ben Stokes seriously. just loves the big moment, bro. He loves the big. He it's his first it. ever. It's his first ever T twenty fifty. Really? Which to me was fucking ridiculous. Like, that's what they were saying. Now, I mean, maybe it was his first that's ever... Sh- that's first, shocking to me. First ever World Cup 50, maybe? But either... Like, first I mean, ever T20 50 is fucking outrageous. Well, that would seem kind of weird, wouldn't it, if you're in the T20 side and you've never hit a 50. And, like, they've been going for a while. But just to pull it out when he's... And not out, hit the winning runs. He did it to us against like, in, the, in the Ashes. Not that, you know, us being... Australia, but in this sense, I think we were all Pakistan last night. Well, no, first yeah, ever, so. first ever T Twenty, not just World Cup. Shh, that's bizarre. That's bizarre. It, I mean, it pains me to say it, Tom, but it's it's got to be it's got to be said. They now hold both World Cups. Yep, first first team to do it as well, which is fucking scat. First men's team to do it. Yeah, it's scat. It's very scat. It's so scat, mate. Yeah, they it's... don't hold the Ashes, though, Eddie, and that's about all we can take. So if they held the Ashes as well as the two World Cups, then that would be tough. But we are going over there to, to take them on, so that's, you know. Well, they don't hold the Ashes, mate. It's as simple as that. Uh, obviously, we take them on this June-July, if my memory serves me. Yeah. The June-July coming. Um, Tom and I really angling to get over there and... And cover it in earnest. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. On behalf of our good friends, Ko. Yes. Shout out to Ko. Uh, honestly, if, if I could, if I could like take a company, like it, but if the company was embodied by a human, like out to a dinner and really romance mm-hmm. them under a moonlight, yeah. bit of swing dancing, bit of just passionate kissing under, under the moon, you know what I mean? In order to get over to England to watch the ashes, that would be. I'd do that with Ko. Does that make sense? I definitely do it. I'd do that with Ko. Uh, I, I feel like I could show Ko a really good time. Yeah, multiples. You know, you know what I mean. Wine them, dine them, sixty nine. Multiple orgasms. Um, my, my, well, I'm talking three, four, five. Be basically, you choose. Yes, you pick you the know? number. The of world's orgasms. your oyster. How many orgasms you, you want? You pick the number. You pick the number, and I'm, and I'll make it happen with me old mate Tommy Burns. Yeah, that's our promise to you, Ko. <laughs> Should you allow us to cover the ashes next year in earnest from multiples? England. Yeah, yeah, from England. Multiples. Oh, no. live, Tom. Yeah, yeah, no, send live. I'm not gonna. I don't want to do it from here. Live. Fucking hell. I'm not doing it from Australia. No. It's, no, no, no. You got to be over there. You got to feel it, taste it, rub your hands on the grass. Um, but I will remind England, Tom. I think it's my duty as an Australian to remind them that this victory counts for fuck all when the red ball starts fucking moving around, yeah. baby. We don't. It, it means absolutely nothing. Just so that they know that. Mm. Just so that they know that the history in the Ashes of the last thirty years has been fucking appalling, bar for a couple of small blips. Yeah. So just remember that. Now that the um, now that the T twenty's over. It's it's fair to say to England now that it's over and that England won it. I'm happy to sit here and say that it the, the World Cup doesn't mean shit. It means absolutely nothing, Tom. And I didn't want to admit it going in because I didn't want to sort of detract from the, from the event. Well, I think you going know, in event. it meant a lot because we were world champions. In fact, it was probably the most prestigious tournament in the world. 
Well, it stopped many. Well, um, what what I mean by that is it stopped many a goddamn thing. The moment we didn't make the fucking semi-finals. Correct. It ceased to have meaning. In some ways, it sort of lost all its meaning when we got humped into the earth by New Zealand in the first match. You know After what? After that, I, it look, was like, eh. I mean, our good friends at KO did broadcast the entire thing, so I will say that it probably had meaning right up until Ben Stokes hit the winning runs for England last night. I was involved. The second Ben Stokes hit the winning runs, the tournament ceased to have any meaning, ceased to have any prestige. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. Yeah, it you became I mean? meaningless in a moment. Meaningless in a moment. What tournament? Pajama cricket. Boo. Boo. Um, and they, you couldn't you couldn't get more ungracious victors. Nah, fucking fuck them. They're ungracious <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Shout out to our English listeners. Uh no, we no. It's no, no, no. I, I must be I must be clear in what I'm saying here, Tom. We love our English listeners. Mm. We love the English. We just don't like your cricket side. No, or your rugby side. Or, or your, your rugby, rugby league, league side. side, who lost to Samoa in one of the great turns of events. We don't like any of your sides, is basically what we're saying. Yeah. Um, I hope you're cool with that. I hope you're cool with that. Because, I mean, I'm if you don't like our sides, that's cool. But at least we can all come together at the pub and sing Kumbaya and fucking, you know, wet the whistle together. I wonder That's who's more hated internationally. Let's say just from a cricket thing. Like, if England and Australia are playing, who's the world rallying behind? Surely I think us. I think people hate us. Oh, you reckon they hate us hate more? Us. Yeah, I think than so. Than the English? Be- the colonisers? Because, Tom, you've got to remember that when you fucking hump the rest of the world into a stupor, into a stew for, what, 30 years, you get a bit of a fucking reputation. Yeah. That's true. Reach out if you are not Australian or English and let us know who you hate more in a cricketing sense. Yeah, cricketing. Cricketing. Um, But again, shout out to Kao, who we will give multiple orgasms to should you send us to London, uh, well, to England for the cricket. Yes. But we'll be based Obviously be... Yeah, we'll be warmly embraced over there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Did you, uh, did you hear about Glenn Maxwell? No, what was... I heard, saw him uh, in, a, in a chat. What did, what's said. he done? What's he done? Something happened at a party? Yeah, so he, he was at a 50-year-old... Like, a 50th birthday party. And from what mm. I read, he was apparently, like, racing or running along a tennis court with one of his mates. They both tripped over, got tangled up, and Maxwell broke his leg and will now miss the whole summer. Oh, fuck. I did miss that. He broke. I saw his that he leg. had an accident. I didn't know he broke his fucking leg. Mm. Now I don't. Again, like touch wood. I haven't broken my leg. I've broken bones before. I haven't broken a leg. Like, what have you got to do to be running along a tennis court and break your fucking leg, dude? Like, that's. Do you know what I mean? Like from just Look, running. I, yeah, it. It doesn't. It sounds like a f- very odd accident, to be honest. Like, what, you run along and you get tangled up and your leg breaks? I've never heard of that in my life. Just trying to find some wood to touch. I'm not very superstitious, but I'm slightly superstitious. I've got my hand on a wooden table, and that's what I'm touching at the moment. It says here, neither were intoxicated, and the other person is not believed to have sustained an injury. Neither were intoxicated. Bullshit. Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying that. Bullshit. And hey, shout out to show. No knock on the show, but that's got to be a lie. 
Not even knock the show. Show's a good guy. Show's a good it's guy. About that. But that's it's that's just some... about. Listen, I I can I can smell a porky a mile away, and that's fucking porked up. That's all pork, dude. That's all pork, mate. That's a hundred percent pork. That's Aussie pork. That's Aussie pork. Hundred the pig. That's Aussie pork. Put some pork on your fork, right there. Put some there. pork on your fork, pork. Not mate. drunk. Show has got so much pork on his fork. Yeah, I'd like to get some carb, some core samples of his stool to check if there's any booze in there. Surely we'd be able to test that, couldn't we? I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Tom. I'm not. Um, I'm not classically trained in that way. But if I was to air put test the it, finger into the sky, I think. I think you could. I think. Yeah, I think you could core sample a stool sample. Even doing this. Yeah, there's yeah, alcohol there. No, nah, there's booze. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, no, I can feel Is it. There... Yeah, the guy was off his head. No, yeah, he was off his guts. <laughs> he was off his guts. Show was off his guts. No offense to your show, but you're off your head. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that you for sure. I'm actually going to be more I'm embarrassing, just, though, if you weren't. I'm just, I'm just finger to the sky in that fucking, that bitch. So, sorry for you, mate, but you didn't pass the finger test. Sorry. Sorry, mate. I don't know, I don't know what you want to do about it, but you didn't pass. Jesus Sorry, Christ, bro. dude. Broken leg for show. And recover soon, bro. Hope you're well. Well. Of course, mate. Of course. Um, um, Australia has made another rugby league final, Tom. Yes. World Cup final. Yeah. Obviously, we hold on against the the Kiwis. Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's an argument you made. The Kiwis just should have won that game. It felt like that was... Imagine New Zealand Samoa in the final. That would have been pretty heck. Oh, it would have been... It would have been horny work. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't, I don't care. For, I don't care for that, Tom. No, nor do I. I care for Australian dominance, my friend. 16, and 14. Tight. Real tight. Real tight. Did we, did we score last? Uh, yeah, we did. You're fucking yeah. peaking again, bud. Um, the, yeah, no, Cam, I'm not. Well, it sounds like it's getting distorted on my end. Mate, I'm sober. I think that might be. <laughs> I put it down to five. There you go. Um, yeah, we were the last to score. Cam Murray. Dude, the, the try Josh had, Josh had at car school was fucking hectic. Um, yeah, close game. I thought it would have been a bit more uh, dominant, but... Well, I, yeah, I predicted a humping, but unfortunately not. A lot of, lot of, lot of dribblers out there saying that if Cherry Evans was playing, you would have iced the game. I don't want to um, say that's right or wrong. Look, Cherry's a dear friend. I'm, Do I choose to say that he might be? He might have. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the guy, you know, maybe he would. Maybe he would. I don't know. I'm just regurgitating the, the words of the punter and of the dribbler time. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. If, if we were just, you words. know, they're not our words. And it's not saying that if you're a dribbler and you say something that we'll just repeat it. Because that's, mm. that's not the way it goes. No, it's not. But, I mean, would, if Sherry was there, would, it, would we fucking dominate? I don't know. It's fucking, I don't know. Well, it's look, it's hard to say. It's hard but to say. Obviously, him and Cameron Munster have an origin. Like, look, it's hard to say, but maybe we would have. You know what I mean? Maybe we would have. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we would have. Hard to say, but maybe we would have. That's all I'm look, saying. Look, it is difficult to say. Maybe we would have. Um, it's definitely difficult to say. At the end of the day, we did win, though. So yeah, no, we off did. The hook. Nice off the hook. We did win, but if we. Had Cherry Evans, I mean, I don't know how the fuck it would have gone. I tell you what, no, I man, don't. Listen. I tell you what, I don't know how it would have gone. No, well, you don't know for sure, Tom, because he wasn't playing. Um, 
Shout out to those stupid numbers for confusing everyone up until fucking game Dude, time. Dude, it's so stupid. There is, and what I realise is, it's only Australia doing it, right? No other. I thought that's, that it was a that's World what gave Cup me, thing. That's what gave me the shits, Tom, yeah. is because I thought everyone was doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is a stupid English World Cup thing. Nah, it's not. It's a stupid Australia thing. I hope, and I mean this sincerely, that whoever came up with that idea knows how much we all fucking hate it and knows how stupid it is now. Like, can see how fucking dumb it is. Because nothing about it is redeeming in in a single way. And if I was an Australian player, like, if I'm Angus Crichton, I'm going to go out and play in 17 every time. It's like, if I never play for Australia again, I'm not going to have a single starting jersey. Mate, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. AC should be in that 11 or that 12 or whatever side he's playing on. And it should be the end of the discussion. Whoever came up with that idea should be taken out the back, and I'm sorry to say it, they should be whipped. Yeah, it's as simple as that. It's a whippable offence, in my opinion. Absolutely whippable. Cat of nine times. Yeah, hundred percent. Now you could argue potentially. The only argument that I'll hear that I'll allow Tom is that potentially they wanted to wool pull, as in like you make you make sense of this squad and you try and put people where you think they'll play but i'm not going to tell you where they're going to play because they're not wearing the right numbers maybe that was maybe that's the approach but to that i'd say australia are the motherfuckers that's there's we no need way to act it. like the motherfuckers why are we wool pulling we don't need to wool pull we don't need to wool pull we just go out there and we dominate i think that's also everyone pull. knows that angus crichton's probably playing in the back row <laughs> do you know what i mean Munster's probably yeah. playing at 5'8", even though he's wearing a fucking 7 on his back. Yeah, listen, Munster's probably playing 5'8". Um, ben Hunt probably playing 9. And Harry Grant off the bench. And if I'm incorrect there, then just flip him. Yeah, Ado Carr probably on the wing. wing. Yeah. I don't think I don't sure. think it's Woolpool. I don't think it's Woolpool. I think it's Mitt probably in the centres. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm hearing you now, Tom. So it's basically just a stupid decision, a Whipple decision, stupid marketing, dumb fucking decision. Just dumb, 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 dumb. So dumb. Um, good to see Samoa get the chockies though. I, yeah, dude. I watched that whole game. It was sick. Stephen Crichton's got a bit about him, mate. I honestly like that's one of the best games. I've seen in a very long time. It was the best game of the tournament without a shadow of a doubt. Well, the tournament's come alive, Tom. Mate, it was back and forth, back and forth. Obviously, the cherry on top is that the home side in England lose and are knocked out. And Samoa, who got absolutely fucking humped by him 60-6, to I think, started the tournament, has come back to make the final. Um, Very impressive. But, dude, it it was some good footy. Jerome Luai, obviously the father of England now, the new king of England. Um, he played very well. I thought Stephen Crichton probably should have got man of the match. But I guess Stephen, not. Uh, yeah, Luai got it. Luai got it. He got three try assists, I think. He was pretty... He, and like, he know, played he well. He played very that, well. That intercept, that intercept by Crichton in the 72nd minute was... He's starting to make a name as- for himself. Was as arsy as you're likely to see. That was so fucking arsy, dude. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. Like, but, and then, but also his drop goal. Is he a left or right footed kicker? I'm assuming he must be a left footed kicker if he's standing in position on the left. But his his drop goal was delicious. He, yeah, it was nice. It was very nice. Um, 
Yeah, he is. And Anthony Milford missed that first one. They went deep out the back, and he's just like, "Bruh, leave it to me." Yeah, yeah. Come to Not me next problem. time. No one's expecting. Sam it, Williams. So. Sam Williams in like the seventy seventh minute when he went through the George. line and Herbie Farnwell scored was f- oh George Williams rather was um was fucking clutch. Dude, that that play from George Williams was so sick. Like, and then so to, get, to get to Herbie and go, you're like, oh my god, dude. I was watching it after already knowing the result, so I was, I was like, but if I was watching that game live, I would have been in a puddle. <laughs> Seriously, Herbie Farnworth, fucking, he he had a bit about him in that game. That try score when he just bunted off fifteen blokes and then like flips out of it was pretty cool, dude. That was like, uh, well, I mean, it was better individually than his than his second one like it was the team needed it they were down and he's just i think it leveled the scores and then they scored again wow the kick did the kick did i think it was oh he went 63 maybe minutes I'm I think confu- it maybe i'm getting confused with his second try so i think he leveled he, he scored the try then the conversion leveled it and then Stephen crichton scored and that put him ahead. Then Farmworth scored again. That leveled it. Then Stephen Crichton hit the drop goal. I believe. But to level the scores when they were down, down, like they ne- they needed two scores, I think, to get back into like shooting range. And um, that try was like just all toughness. Herbie got a bit about him. I think he's he wants to try and play fullback for the Broncos, which is going to be tough with old Reese Walsh. But that I think is like he's like, no, I'm, I want fullback. I've um, Herbie's been growing on me. Herbie's been growing mm. on me over the years. He's um, he's turning into quite the footballer. Yep. But I mean, if you've got eyes for that one jersey, bro, you, you've got quite the footballer ahead of you. I'm sorry to say. I got a question. Yeah, mate. Is Herbie yep. a children's show, or is that Brum? Well, Broom. Broom or Brum, depending on your depending on where you're from in the in the world. Broom was a little yellow car that went out and fucking solved crimes and shit, dude. Yeah. Herbie was the one movie. of the great shows all time. Oh Brum, Herbie, shout out to Brum. Oh, but Herbie is Herbie, a show. No, it was a movie. Was Herbie in the show? What's Herbie, Dave? Herbie Herbie was a movie also about a car. Okay. Um, oh, Herbie, Herbie was a little it. Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. Not the same as Broom. Broom no. fucking Broom was all class, Broom dude. Fox, all guts dude. And can you can you get up Broom, Dave? I don't I've never heard of Broom. No, before. well you wouldn't have, mate. You're fucking still in Crash. There's no way you'd heard of it. It was very oh, much. Oh, this wet. dude, I've seen this dude before. I can't see. The it. yellow one, right? Yeah, the little yeah, yellow yeah, Broom. Yeah, yeah. Oh Broom. Broom, Broom. Broom. No, it's not Broom, it's well, Broom. I was looking up Broom. A B I U M. Broom. I used to call him Broom. I don't know him Broom. I think you could. I think, I think we had an old farm. We had an old work unit on the farm that was called Broom as well. So it just it just worked. Yeah. Shout out to Tobler who's going to have to put all this shit into the podcast. Good for you, Tobler. Good for um, you, bro. But yeah, dude. Australia Samoa World Cup final. Australia Samoa is that the, wait, is that this week? Yeah, wait, next this weekend. It'll be on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good um, stuff. We love it. Whilst Australia, we, listen, Australia's going to be too strong, but I think it might be closer than we expect. Can I get Eddie back on screen, please, oh, yeah. Dior? Um, yeah, I mean, you would assume that Australia get to humping, but you know, who knows? Who knows, mate? If they, if we, if we get upset by Samoa, that will be fucking biblical. You know what? It'd be the only, 
it'd be the only silver lining to a World Cup loss would be to have Samoa. Like, I wouldn't be all that disappointed. You'd be like, this is awesome. It's an old, it's an old rugby league cliche, Tom, but it'd be good for the game. Oh, it'd be good for the game, Eddie. It'd be good for the game. You know what's not good sometimes, for the game? Sorry, you go. Sometimes you've got to put the game first. Now, I'm not suggesting for a moment that I want to put the game first and have Samoa beat Australia, but if it was to happen, then I would happily champion that I was for putting the game first and that Samoa deserved to win. Listen, you and I are big concept-first guys. We are with Origin. We wanted the concept to work. So even though we were gutted that Queensland won, the concept may have suffered was New South Wales to just hump again. That's right. The it's rugby, all about the concept. The Rugby World Cup, Rugby League World Cup, obviously the concept has been criticised because of some of the score lines. If Samoa were to win, that's very pro-concept. We're pro-concept. We love the concept. Love the concept. And it's good for the concept. We're concept guys. Question. If Samoa yeah. win, I believe, and I only believe because I saw someone on the P's and D's set, so it's probably wrong, but they become a tier one nation. Is that true? And if it is... What happens to all well, of the Samoan robbers who play State of Origin? Listen, listen. I think there'd be some 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 people at NRL headquarters starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable at the prospect that well, either A, they become a tier one nation, which has big State of Origin problems, or B, they're not moved to a tier one nation, which would be fucking ludicrous if they'd won the World Cup. Mm. I mean, it's kind of ludicrous to be in the World Cup final and not be a Tier 1 nation. Yeah, but if you win it and you beat Australia, then it is completely and utterly fucking absurd. Yes. And now you've got and now you've got huge origin problems. What they'll do, Tom, and I think this will be the reality, and it's probably going to come around sooner rather than later, is they're just going to go, you can play for whoever you want. Yeah, it's I kind of... the solution. I think it is the solution, like... The more this whole thing's played out, it's like origin eligibility still is a thing, right? Where it's like if you get you got oh, no, you still you still have to meet the the, the criteria the of being pre- in New South Wales pre thirteen or whatever. I yeah, I think it's even younger than that now. No, nah, I think it's three. I think it's thirteen or like is fourteen it or something. Yeah, but like that is the that's the criteria. But then international separate, do whatever the fuck you want. Mate, it's, it makes for a better World Cup. It makes things more interesting. We don't play a heap of internationals anyway, no. so I, don't, I, don't, I really don't see a big problem. And with then when everyone's all, going like, don't. I've now come to the conclusion, Eddie, potentially mere seconds ago, <laughs> <laughs> that like, you know, how there's an argument of like, well, like, what's it going to do for the internationals, like for the Australian side if... Uh, it's not all Australians in origin and it's like a genuine selection for international. That's what shit. I was going, yeah. we'll fucking who cares? We'll be fine. We'll be just fine. We'll be Have fine. a look at us. Have a look at us. We're in the World Cup final already. We're going to win the fucking goddamn thing most likely. Obviously, it's not a fait accompli, but it's looking like we will. Like, we're fine, bro. We've got fucking cattle coming out the, the wazoo. We'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. We've also got those indigenous boys who exactly, are fucking... Dude. Unbelievable! So I think we'll be just. I think we'll be Jackie Boy White and we're good. I think I think we'll be. I think we'll be sweet, dude. I think we'll be just fine. Yep. So fuck it. Let them. Let them play. (laughs) Let them play. Let the boys play. Would be my opinion. 
Now, do you want look to get... at it? It's already made it a better World Cup as it is, right? Exactly. Otherwise, it's just us beating everyone fucking hundred. Well, think about how many of those guys wouldn't have played because that, like, your Luai who maybe wants to play Origin. It's like, well, you know, you probably won't get picked for Australia. Joseph no. Suwali, he, he might have got picked for Australia. Maybe you wouldn't have. Probably like, not. There's there's a there's a few of those uh, examples where you're like, it makes it better to have more throbbers playing. Look at Victor you Radley. Get, he's had to go play for fucking England for fuck's sake, and he's done a good mate, job. You just got you just got more throbbers out there. I think it's great. Exactly. I don't I don't see a big deal with it at all. And when we win, it'll just be proof that Australia. We, maybe we do need to get handicapped a little bit because fucking hell. Yeah, if, we're playing. If with we could just league. if we had if we had the entire pick of like all the the Pacific Nation boys as well, like Jesus, like yeah. Thanks for coming. You may as well not have it. Junior Polo, like, would be good. Yeah, Brian Toto, mate, would be would be would be fine. Now, speaking of not fine, uh, an Australian side not doing well. Not that it's a turn to negative town, but a turn it is. We lost to Italy for the first time in the weekend in the rugby union. Not great, is it? Now, did I know the game was on? I knew that we were on tour. I yes, knew, I knew that we beat tour. Scotland by a point. I knew that we lost to France by a point. But to lose to Italy is... By a point as well. Well, there's a theme there. Is pretty lowbrow, Tom. Um, I, I don't think there's any other way to spin it other to say that it's, it's for, for the Wallabies of two-time World Cup champions fame, of used to be... Powerhouse. The game's superpower. Mm. To lose to Italy now... Um, Who's a former Listen. global superpower from a political standpoint who is no longer a superpower globally? England. America. Yeah, right. Oh, like not a superpower at all. America. Heading that way. David. Well, England. England America's was a still a superpower. Oh, guys like, like the Netherlands and like Spain, those huge, like the Dutch East India Company, which was like the biggest company in the world. Yeah, Spain's a good one. Where, yeah. Spain's a good one. So we're now like Spain. Mm. Are we Spain? Or Rome. Yep. I mean, think about and Greece. Think yep. about their big yep. civilizations. Yeah, mate. There's there's plenty that have fallen off the fucking wagon. Especially if you go back were. as far as the uh, Egyptians. Last ice age. Yeah. The global global. The Egyptians. Category. They're in trouble. Yeah. From a superpower to no longer a superpower perspective. Well, that's what we're like from a world um, perspective. Yeah, that that's exactly it. Look, that's the bow we're drawing, Tom. Yeah. Now, do you want to hear of one of the worst? And I feel sorry for this person. I don't know their name, so I won't be able to... I'm not, like, trying to roast them, but in terms of, like, um, nightmare debut scenario, mm. well, what could have been the best debut ever? Uh, a young fella picked on the bench for the Wallabies. I think his whole fucking family flew over and shit, as you would expect. Uh, it might... Uh, let me see that bench. Do I know who it is? Keep going down. I've got no idea who it was. I believe he was brought on late in the game and he had a kick to win it for Australia from a very kickable position. Ben Donaldson. Sorry, Ben. Family there. Debut for the Wallabies. Kick at the goal. This is what you practice. This is what you dream about in the backyard. This is my moment. This is your moment for your nation. For your nation against a fucking loser in rugby terms country in Italy. You've never lost to him. Here's your moment, son. Step up and slot this bitch. For your nation. For your nation. And for he, your people. He, he misses it. He misses it. I think he sprayed it Listen, wide. this isn't about Ben Donaldson. This isn't about him. It's no. not. 
Well, we're not here to hang te- shit on te- Ben Donaldson. Technically, it is about him, and I don't mean that. No. Well, you know, it's not about him. It, the lo- the loss isn't about him. No, it's you, we're not. merely pointing out. We're merely pointing out that Ben Donaldson got the whole fam over there. That's a tough. That's on a his tough. Debut, that's tough. Dude. A kick to win it. The one he practices in the backyard as a boy, as a as a young whippersnapper. On his good side, from a kicking perspective. And he butchers it. Now, it's not about Ben. It's not. And I'm not sitting here telling you that if Ben slots that goal, we win the match and well, we no, face... Well, no, I think technically we do. Like, literally and we do. avoid humiliation. Yeah. I'm not here to say that. Um, but there are people, Tom, out there that are saying Listen, that. Listen, what I'm, I'm saying is this as well. Congrats on making the debut for your country. Something that Well done, mate. Well you done, know what? young man. That's You've made a debut for your nation, and that is humongous. And unfortunately, it didn't go the way you wanted to, but you've debuted for your country, and that's huge. So congratulations to you there, Ben Donaldson. But, fuck, that's a tough debut. Well done, young man. But that's tough. Well done. We're not, t- we're, not, we're not blaming you, but that's tough. Uh, we're not, I'm not blaming you, mate. You can't be blaming tough. him. The whole no, team, I'm not the, blaming the, him, Tom. The fucking he Tom. was a bench player. He, you know, I mean, Tom. Fucking, I'm not blaming him. His teammates Tom, let, him they, get, let it get to mate. this point where he had to kick for the win. There's 75 plus minutes of rugby of rugby union football that that should have been fucking conquered before that moment. Yeah, it's not on Ben. It just so happened that it fell to Ben. Yes, and that Ben wasn't up to it. Listen, hey, it is what it is. That's it. It is what it is. Now, we move on from the Waller boys. Did you watch any of the UFC yesterday? I'm, I'm one of the best fucking cards I've ever seen. Mate, I was out on the piss, so no, I didn't watch any of it. Well, holy shit balls! It was, they they either tied or broke the record for the most first round finishes in a UFC card ever. Mm. Um, and there were some, can we get the card up? Just the main event card. I was just shelving this stuff all afternoon long. I need you to go in to, heaven. In heaven, were you, bro? Dude, heaven. That, that's only the top three fights. I need to go more fights, please. Where do we start the card? Dan Hooker. Um, he got a win in one of the weirdest fucking fights I've ever seen. He was. He was just. He was fighting a guy who was clearly more jujitsu dominant. But the guy just kept fucking falling to the ground to try and, like... To be fair, he almost got him in the first round. Like, almost... He did this thing called, like, an Imanari roll. You know, where they just, like, roll at your... They almost, like, roll at your legs and just sort of, yeah, like, yeah. tangle you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But he got out of that. And for the rest of the fight, this guy just kept dropping to the ground and, like, trying to do it again. But it was, like, really just bizarre. And then Dan, who just kicked him so hard in the body a couple of times that he literally just, like, fell to the ground and couldn't do anything. Poor old Frankie Edgar... His last fight in New York. You Is know, that the end of Frankie? Yeah, he, but it was always like he knew it was his last fight in New York. Whole family's out there. Got a bit of Ben Donaldson about him, this one. Oh. And fucking round one, knee to the chin. Just fucking out, dude. As stiff as a board. Oh, Frankie. Frankie's had... He's had a good career, though. Mate, he's had a good career. Former lightweight champion. He's three weight divisions. But he's taken some damage. I'm actually surprised he's still fighting. He was around in, like, the fucking... The Aldo, Mendes, even Prima. Oh, pre that, dude. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. He he won the lightweight title off BJ Penn. 
Okay. So he's been he's around for old. a minute. And um yeah, yeah, he got he got fucked up. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler. Dustin won that, didn't he? He did, but dude, it was a sick fight. Round one. Like Michael Chandler has lost, I think, three of his five fights in the UFC, but he puts on some absolute wars. Round one was crazy. They were both almost dead. And then in the second round, it was sort of a bit more of a wrestling uh, bout, and then Dustin came out and choked him. But I was happy Dustin won. I'd like to see Dustin back in. I'd love to see Dustin win a title. Obviously, Alexander Volkanovski. So, mate, one, I fucking love Dustin, dude. Yeah. Everyone loves Dustin. I want, like, I, Dustin's I, the man. I think it'd be good if Dustin got a, a, a full-blown, proper, not interim title. Now, give him the... Uh, he needs a shot at the real McCoy. Yeah. Get him back there. But obviously, our man Volk... He may, has, he, he may need to get it off our boy. Well, so he's not going to get it then because Volk's going to win it off Islam and then we're good to go. And then, and then he'll just keep him and he'll just fight up and down, up and down, up and down until he retires, having never been defeated whilst being the champion. Dude, the only person that's ever beaten him was like a plumber from fucking Dapto. Exactly. And that just um, speaks to the plumbing stocks of this nation. Oh, the plumbing stocks in this nation, we can, we can go on all, on about all day, Tom. I won't because I'm on my honeymoon, but I could no, you if I wanted to. to. What I time could if I end? wanted to. We will be there, though, punters and dribblers, to watch Volk become a champ champ. Yeah, yeah. Just so we, you we, know. No, we've already got ticks. Where are you right now? What time is it right now? It's 1.48 p.m. What's your morning look like? What are you doing? Lunchtime. What have you been doing all day? What time did you get up? I got up at 8.45. I went and got a coffee at Starbucks. Not too bad. Um... Went and got some inflatable things so we can go fucking lay around in the water oh, out in the beach because it's flat. Dude, you're fucking living. I'm gonna just like, get some blow-up yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, and then I fucking laid in the sun, read a book, and I came up here. Um, and I'm just going to be honest with the punter and the dribbler. I'm fucking peckish, just so you know. <laughs> Clubs? We got a clubby Sambo on the mind or what? What do you think? Well, I got, I got something on the mind. I don't know what it is, yeah, but right. I'll be fucking, I'll be perusing the menu. Clubby's, I mean, listen here, Tom, club's not off the menu, put it that way. No, club's undefeated. Um, the uh, women's strawweight fight was uh, okay. Zhang Weili, now champion again. Good on Zhang. She was always going to win. Good on you, Zhang. But. Did she, did she fucking submit a. Round two. Did she submit it? Yeah, round two submission. Yeah, yeah. But the main event, Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira, and this is also what I went back on Volkanovski. Now, undisputed pound-for-pound pound fucking best in the world is Volkanovski because I think the only other real conversation was around, like, Adesanya. whether Adesanya is considering how many how long he's been at the top. But Izzy had, like, it was probably a round, I think it was like a round each after the first two rounds, but Izzy was essentially winning the whole fight. Hmm. He was winning. And he uh, uh, Pereira needed a knockout, basically, to, to wrap this thing up. And, and he gets one in round five. Dude, in round five, he gets one. And it's the third time they've fought, and he, fu- he just came out. He is terrifying, bro. He is... I don't know if you've seen the highlights, but, like, he is I have, so... I've, yeah, I've, I've watched, I watched the highlights of that of the He is fight. so yeah. powerful, it is not funny. Like, when he hits you, and by you, I don't mean me because I'm a pussy, but, like, when he's hitting... You could see, like, Israel was, like, quick and slick... So was Pereira, but it was like the danger for Israel was just like, if Pereira touches you, bro, you are fucked. You're in big trouble. Yeah. 
you're in fucking huge trouble. Like, he, he at the end, the knockout, you're like, he's he's not aware of where the fuck he is. I know he was saying that he was lucid and shit in the post-match. I'm like, no. bruh, you weren't lucid at no, all. No, you weren't. If that ref let that go, you would have you would have you would have been killed in there, my friend. I do like, I do like a bit of I do so, somewhat obviously like brain health and like just general well being is important. There is a part of me that's like if you're the champion, I do understand he might be like, hey, just let him knock me out, like just let him no, knock no, he me was, out. He was done. I know he was done. Yeah. I don't I don't have an issue with the stoppage, but like let him just knock me out on the ground. Let me be out and just have you bounce. Oh, you you, you go out on your sword, you reckon? Yeah. On your shield, I think's the term, Eddie, but that's okay. Yeah, well, listen, I, that's not the first time I got those wrong. No. Um, but they're probably going to do a rematch, and if they, they do, probably they have to. Yeah, but then if let's say let's say Pereira wins again, right? You know who then's mm. just waiting in the wings to come back and claim that title? Bobby Knox. Bobby Knox, dude, that fucking video you shared, I'm like, oh, Bobby's just sitting there going, fuck, I wish that was me. Yeah, because I think Bobby Knox beats Pereira, takes him to the ground. Bobby Knox. 100%. 100%. This sets it up beautifully for a, for the second coming of Bobby, of Bobby Knox. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, look, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate having two champs at once. I'd love it, actually, personally. I wouldn't hate that, Tom. No, I'd be, be a big fan. You could, uh, we'd, have, we'd have three champs at once because, obviously... Volk's going to be a double champ. It's a great fucking point, my friend. It's a great point. And maybe Bam Bam just comes from the clouds and starts knocking cunts out. Maybe we've got four. Maybe four we just champs. have every fucking division under the sun. I don't know. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. I wouldn't it. hate it, Tom. I wouldn't hate it, my bruh. Now, I wouldn't hate it. I don't think there's anything else really to cover. You sent me the thing about the Tigers' night swap. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clarkie's RL column reporting, and he may be reporting it from somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, it's also being reported on Fox so, and around other places, I the, the Tigers and the Knights looking to do a player swap, Clemmer, for Jackson Hastings. I don't understand in what world you're letting Jackson Hastings go if you're the Tigers. Well, uh, the, the only thing I can think of with Jackson Hastings is... The, the whispers you hear about him and how he fits. I thought he was fitting quite well at the Tigers. Well, then what's... Well then you I haven't heard any criticism of Jackson Hastings since he's been back. Just because you're not here and it doesn't mean that it's not happening. No, of course not, but like, you know. I look, Because I, I look at it and I'm like, why the fuck would you get rid of one of your best players? It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense at all. I'd be getting rid of another bloke with the initials LB. That'd just be me, but... And that's um, no disrespect. No, and I'll, I'll let you work out who I'm talking about. Um, a bloke LB is who I'd be looking up. Yeah. That's yeah. just me. No. That's just me. Bro. That's just me. But, I mean, ti- if they were to get this, Tigers could have a pretty good-looking forward pack next year. Clemmer, Coruscant, Uto Kamano, who's a beast. Papali'i Bateman, Ofengawi. Bateman still hasn't signed. That is... But, but I agree, that's a fucking great starting side. I don't know what their rotation would look like, but that's a phenomenal starting um, eight. Um, look, it's okay. It's okay, whatever. I would. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how the night, if the Knights get Hastings and then how that goes. Hastings being the man, but Pong is the man, and, you know, and Pong is obviously the man, but then if Hastings has that sort of a, I'm the man personality, 
couple of men. Well, they need more men at the Knights. They definitely do need more men. They're fucking menless up there. They They tried to get a real man in Ruben Garrick, and he went, hey, fuck you. How about I sign a four-year extension with Manly, and you can just suck on get. They tried to get a fucking man's man, and they didn't. Sorry. They're short of men up there. Well, they tried to get a manly man. Well, they've got they've got no men, so they need men. So Hastings, if they can get that man, is a good option. Yep. It says it in the in the Fox article that's talking about this potential trade. That says the Tigers view Hastings as a lock, despite three of their four wins last season coming with him at number seven, which is just the most DMC thing. That is DMC. They see him as a lock. Good stuff. Well done. Well done, Tigers. Um, Eddie, I think that's us, buddy. What do you reckon? Sounds like it, buddy. Before we go, Edward, punters and dribblers, Thursday, 6 p.m., Big Day Wines. We're back. Wait, listen here, cunts. 6 p.m., Thursday. That's Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Hellosport.shop. The greatest rosé to ever hit the lips of mankind is going to be on sale once more. Hellosport.shop. Do not miss out. We've, we're, we're making as much as we can, punters and dribblers, but when you start out, you've got to start out small and you've got to build up. So there's not We're just be trying to keep up with demand. They'll go quick again because... There's not going to be heaps of it. There just isn't going to be heaps of it. So make smart decisions, make intelligent decisions, make decisions that your grandparents and your parents would be proud of. Your ancestors, those that we lost in the great cataclysm of the last Ice Age. Make Do it for proud. those that came before you, yeah. okay? Simple as that. And Do those that will come them. after. Do it for them. Big day, Rose Day, okay. Thursday, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. That's us. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>